This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. It's our weekly Tuesday Breakfast with Ben's podcast. Tim Benz and Joe Rudder after the Mike Tomlin press conference coming to you a little bit later today. We're not together at the UPMC Rooney Complex on the south side following Tomlin's presser. Had some responsibilities with the return of RMU Hockey uh, today for practice. They get going again on Saturday. Get ready for the game broadcast. Doing some interviews over there for the Trib as well. But Everybody's still very much in an NFL state of mind. There's a bye week next week, but the Steelers have one more game between now and then. It's against the Baltimore Ravens, and all they need to do to be better is fix their pad level. That's what we learned today from Mike Tomlin. Joe Rudder, beat writer who covers the Steelers for Trib Live. Was that your big takeaway as well? Yes, buckling up the chin strap and hitting them a little harder. Uh, that's that's going to cure all their ills. And, and you, know, you, you mentioned the lag in us doing this podcast and you know one thing that, you know the benefit of that is finding out how much outrage there is on social media and on talk radio because that's all everybody's talking about mostly laughing at Mike Tomlin is that his answer that's going to be his cure-all is uh, practicing on pads on Wednesday uh, you know everybody seems to be up in arms now about that's the answer he's come up with to how to get them to play better are they mad at us too did we not ask the right questions again Joe well, we never do. That's a weekly thing. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. I can't think of one thing that needed to be asked today that wasn't asked. No, I think they all they all were asked. Now, the answers didn't meet with the uh, level of expectations. Um, but, you know, we can't control that. We can only control the question that we ask. And every pertinent position, you know, was asked. And he was asked about Matt Canada. And again, you know, through his support by him. And, uh, you know, it's obviously nothing's going to change there. The longer I do this, the more I get the impression that people want us in the media to bring their fan passion and outrage to that press conference and yell at Tomlin in a way they never can. They want to live vicariously through us and have their indignation be our rage in asking the question. What they should be upset about is if they don't get the answer they want, they should be upset because maybe Tomlin doesn't have the answers to give. And that's the alarming thing here. Yeah, uh, that could be the case. I mean, I think he knows deep down what these problems are, and he's not going to tell us in that kind of setting. He's not even going to tell us off the record if he ever had the chance. I mean, I, I, you know, I think he knows the issues, and uh, you know, for whatever reason, he's not acting upon them. You know, whether it's out of his control, you know, that comes from above, or whether it is in his control. You know, you know, the offense hasn't done anything. You know, it's been three years now, and it's the same old, same old. And really, the defense can't stop the run, which is a problem going back a couple years as well. So that doesn't speak well of uh, Terrell Austin. And these are both guys that, you know, the Tomlin put on his staff and elevated to roles that are very prominent. So it doesn't speak well on him. And But, you know, right now, whether he's allowed to or not, he seems reluctant to make any changes. Let's stick with the run for a second. With or without Austin or Keith Butler's defensive coordinator or Tomlin being in charge of the defense really between both guys, I'm tired of the excuse already that, oh, well, of course the run defense sucks. Cam Hayward isn't there. 
Cam Hayward played in 17 games two years ago when they finished last in the league and gave up 146 yards on the ground per game. This isn't a Cam Hayward-only specific thing, as you alluded to earlier. Not at all. In fact, you know, that was, you know, when he he mentioned that, I, I almost kind of rolled my eyes because I'm thinking, really? That's, you know, they, they've had these other guys in there. You know, they've they've had a couple years of Montrevious Adams. Now they've had Isaiah Loudermilk, you know, DeMarvin Lowell's in the second year. Um, you know, they, they it's not, you know, it, it's on some of the players. And I think you're going to get Keanu Benton on the field more this week. Um, but, yeah, these things are repeating themselves. Um, you know, and if, and if they're giving up the yard, all the yards on the ground to focus on the pass, well, they're not doing a great job of that either because they were burned for so many long pass plays against Houston, um, that it was laughable. So there's a lot of problems on that defense and stopping the run is just one of them. This is where I chuckled, Joe, not even so much at that, but on the fourth and one conversation, why did they go shotgun on fourth and one instead of giving it to Najee Harris or kicking the field goal? Of course, I'm talking about that play with about 16 minutes left to go, one minute left to go in the third quarter. Kenny Pickett gets sacked and hurt. They lose the ball on downs to the Texans. When he said that they didn't run the ball because they felt like they were compromised without Dan Moore or Pat Fryermuth in there to block, I mean, like, I'm surprised there wasn't an audible snicker, and I'm surprised it didn't come from me uh, because... Pat Frymuth is a blocker. Like he's a detriment as a blocker, and they were probably on the verge of replacing Dan Moore with Broderick Jones anyway. Yeah, and you know when you talk about blocking, you, you think of you know you know bringing Darnell Washington in what he's supposed to be as a blocker, and really their best blocker is a tight end. They cut at the end of training camp and is on the Bengals practice squad. And I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they don't try to re-sign Zach Gentry. Maybe they've inquired about it but yeah you know if you're looking for a tight end that can block there's your guy he wasn't on the field and you know yeah okay and the way that what i will clap back on him for with the broderick jones thing is he was saying he wasn't available to use them you know in in a big personnel package i haven't seen them practice one play since the beginning of training camp with an extra tight end or an extra blocking tackle in there which is so so weird because they've done it before with lesser players yeah, they have, and I have not seen them do it. In fact, you know, they have done it before, but have they done it before in the Canada era? I'm not sure. Maybe they did that first season, but I can't really recall them doing it much since. You know, they used the fullback more last year. But, um, yeah, I don't recall them, you know, going with that extra Zach Banner type of package uh, since Zach Banner really was here. Um, yeah, so that I found that, that curious that he mentioned that as well. Uh, you know, still, even at that, are you at more disadvantage trying to run the ball with those guys on the field or calling the type of pass play that, you know, that they eventually ran? Joe Rutter with us, Breakfast with Ben's podcast, wrapping up the Mike Tomlin press conference for today. Joe, did you look at his answer when he was asked about Matt Canada and who would be the play caller moving forward if changes might happen there when he said, no, not at this juncture, did he leave himself open for change? And would that change come if they crap out against the Ravens and they have a, a, an extra week to work in a new OC? I, I guess it's a possibility. I'm not, you know, <laughs> history suggests that won't happen. Um, but, you know, maybe, you know, if they fall to two and three, you know, maybe maybe that is something they explore. But, um, 
yeah, it's 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 not a good look right now. And maybe he is considering it, but there there is he has some kind of bind un, you know binding loyalty to Matt Canada that many people can't figure out. And so it would be a surprise if they, he actually pulled the trigger and made a switch after next weekend. How much loyalty does he have to pick it? Well, I, you know, it seems like he really wants Kenny Pickett to get out there and try to figure out what's wrong and play him. I, you know, maybe he's a, maybe he's, you know, living in his fears, as he likes to say, of, you know, Mitch, or Mitch Trubisky going out there and playing better than Kenny Pickett. So he has to deal with the problem of who does he play the quarterback when they come back after the bye week. Maybe that's something he doesn't want to face. But really, you know, and I was, you know, I know he said, oh, we're just focusing everything on, you know, the Ravens. We're not looking past that. But don't you have to think that if his quarterback's even a little bit banged up, you give him that week off so he has an extra week of rest, you know, with the bye week there? I, I To me, I think you go with Trubisky pretty much in any situation. And, hey, if he plays well, that's a great problem to have. But it doesn't seem like he's thinking in that, that train of thought. Especially if he's anything less than 90%. I mean, this is not a situation where it's like, okay, you've got 65% of Ben Roethlisberger or 100% of Landry Jones. You know, if you've got a compromised Kenny Pickett, that's probably a lesser player than a 100% Mitch Trubisky, especially with the offensive line struggling in the manner that it is. Yeah, and, and that's that's true. And I just happen to think of this, and you know, maybe, and it's a kind of a morbid way to do it. But you know, if you've got a quarterback with a bad leg that can't really move anymore, maybe that's his answer for keeping Kenny Pickett in the pocket so he can't run and escape. You know, and try to get out of there too early when pressure starts coming. Um, you know, that that's one way to solve that problem. But I, I I think you're risking, in all seriousness, to get your quarterback hurt if you're putting him out there with a bad bad knee, and you know. You risk further damage there and maybe having to go with Mitch Trubisky the entire second half of the season. So, you know, I, I think, you know, I think we'll know a lot tomorrow based on the number of snaps that uh, Mitch Trubisky takes versus Kenny Pickett. You know, and uh, I'm thinking if, if I'm Tomlin going into this, I get Mitch Trubisky as ready as I can to play in that game. Again, Joe Rudder with us. Beat Rudder covers the Steelers for us at Trib Live. Did you think he gave a satisfactory answer when it came to why all the screens and toss plays were beating them as badly as they were from Houston? <laughs> um, you know, it's surprising that you know, he says, you know, they play in the AFC North and there's a lot of other teams that do that. Well, then they ought to be better prepared to stop it if that's the case. If they're seeing these six times a year from all these division teams, then it shouldn't come as a surprise that, you know, the best way to neutralize that pass rush is to get quick passes and screens going. And, you know, the fact that Houston was able to do it with a quarterback making his fourth NFL start, you know, that says something there that, you know, just how overmatched the Steelers defense was and the game plan was. What's it going to take to get Harris and Pickens looking like the players we thought they were going to be in the preseason? Well, you know, Harris or, yeah, Najee looked like he was getting that way in the third quarter, and then everything changed on that fourth you know, fourth and one play that because after that, you know, by the time they got the ball back, now they're down by another touchdown on top of that. So you're not going to run more. He seemed like they had it going. They've got to get it going earlier in the game, though. And really, with you know, they don't have a, you know, Calvin Austin's okay for what he is, but they don't have a second strong receiver to take the pressure off of George Pickens getting double teams right now. And Pat Fryermeath being hurt is going to, you know, you know, going to make it even tougher for them to replace that aspect of the offense. So I think Pickens is going to get, you know, see more attention from teams than he maybe already is getting um, either, you know, you try to force it in there and let him make a play or you start making plays elsewhere. And 
right now, and I, I think I told you this last week, I expect to see Allen Robinson getting involved more. And so far that hasn't happened. And I would like to see, you know, them, you know, try to use him to more of an advantage. You know what they should do, Joe, is just make Ben Roethlisberger the offensive coordinator. He seemed to have the whole thing figured out based on his podcast. Yeah, I, I didn't get to hear what he had to say, but, you know, Ben's uh, Ben's never at a loss for answers to what's going on with the Steelers lately. So, uh, yeah, th- you know, throw read, the... Read the transcript. I put it up on Trib Live today. He was uh, asked by his buddy Spence what he thought about the fourth and one play call, and his response was, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I, and I'm sure if Ben was in that situation, he would have audibled out of it immediately at the line of scrimmage. Yes, and I think Kenny Pickett should do more of that. I, I'm convinced, Joe, that what to whatever degree they allow Kenny Pickett to audible and change plays or go to something else that he wants, he feels that he hasn't earned it enough to do it yet. And I think that's a big part of the problem. Yeah, I, I think that is too. And, um, you know, at some point, you're going to have to trust your quarterback to make decisions and make plays. Um, you know, you don't have to go back to the 1970s with Terry Bradshaw called all of his plays, but you got to give your – uh, your quarterback, some latitude and you know, some leeway to do some things like that. Um, you know, especially when you're trying to find out what type of quarterback you've got with him, you know, you want to give him a little extra responsibility and see if he can handle it. And if he can't, then maybe you got the wrong guy under center, but we are going back to the seventies, Joe, they're putting on the pads. Cause that's going to make him hit harder. It's going to make him try harder. <laughs> it is. And you know, the thing is, if they didn't have restrictions in place on how many times you can practice the pads, Mike Tom would probably do it Thursday oh, and Friday geez. as well. He'd do you know, it every day of the week. Yeah. So then, then, then he'd be ready to go for sure. And, um, you know, and it's interesting that he's, you know, because they're putting on pads, that might come at the detriment of someone like James Daniels, who's, uh, you know, battling a groin injury, that he may not be able to practice there. So, you know, I, hey, I'd take another look at Nate Herbig anyhow. So I don't know necessarily know if that's such a bad thing, the way they started running the ball in the second half. All right, Joe, thanks a bunch. We'll do it again next week. Sounds Actually, well, wait a minute. Will, will we? Well, we could probably wrap up one way or another, but we won't have a press conference anyway next week, right? Yeah, we won't, but we will have uh, assistant coach availability, so we could ah, always talk about that. There we go. All right, Joe Rudder with us each and every week here on Breakfast of Ben's.